we've just confirmed that my guess from the other day that it was a female naval officer who was overpowered in front of that naval uh, destroyer was 100% right. But what you don't know is that when she was knocked to the ground by the assailant, it was a naval officer himself, a Marine, by the way, who stepped over her body as she lay there uh, and shot the assailant. He was then killed. He was killed protecting the female petty officer. Okay, you put two and two together. Joining us right now is Alex Jones, who knows how to put two and two together better than anyone in the media. Prison Planet, fame, radio show host himself. Alex, welcome to the Savage Nation. Thanks for being with us. Wow, this is amazing to be here with you, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Well, you know I love your website. I've had uh, some of your writers on the show over and over again because these guys know how to break news, don't they? We do have some good folks uh, at analysis, uh, but I mean, so much of what's happening in the world now is so transparent. What's crazy is, is that the dinosaur media still tries to deny that you and others have been spot on. Uh, it just came out today that MSNBC has lost another quarter of their audience. Just just one of your affiliates uh, has more uh, listeners and viewers than they do. They are literally a paper tiger, the emperor's new clothes. Well, you know MSNBC is, is owned by General Electric NBC, and, and I, I have long ago seen MSNBC as nothing but a place to hide some of the most uh, depressing radicals in America from marching outside GE headquarters to demand that they pay their fair share of taxes. In other words, isn't it cheaper to give Al Sharpton a million dollars or more a year uh, with no audience than have him outside with a busload of radicals screaming, pay your fair share? And it's the same with the others they have. I mean, it's a way of keeping them off the streets. It's actually a good deal for GE. That's the way I see it. It's one man's opinion. Alex, this story that I'm covering today, or the, the theme of today's show, is the corruption of the Obama administration. And I began by saying that <clears throat> journalists have always corrupted the truth to sell papers and make names for themselves. And I ask myself every day, am I exaggerating Obama's lies, crimes, corruption, and cronyism? And the answer is no. It's actually worse than I say. Incredible. Would you agree with, would you agree with that? It's amazing. When I heard that you were inviting me on, the, the thing I wanted to try to raise was the fact that the reason you've been so successful is not just your wide breadth of knowledge and history. And again, folks, I'm not here you know, groveling to Michael. It, it's true. We have to recognize what is successfully defeating these authoritarians that pose as liberals. Thomas Jefferson was a classical liberal. Obama is a, a kleptocratic control freak social engineer with a gaggle of mentally ill control freaks trying to take over society. And what all the other talk show hosts do is fail to address the extremism at the level it's really happening. That's why your show uh, over the decades has been so instrumental in getting people to focus on just how bad it is and then giving political cover to all the other coward talk show hosts who aren't willing to tell it like it is. The only hope we have is admitting how serious the tyranny has gotten. People over and over again with Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia and countless other examples fail to realize, like Neville Chamberlain, what level of evil they're dealing with. You being a historian uh, and a researcher, uh, know the threat when you see it again, and we are here like watchmen on the wall, like Paul Revere's, like your society, desperately warning people. And now, 
now because you and others were there decades ago warning people, we have a chance to beat these monsters because we're not going to be caught flat-footed. And I see a major awakening happening. If we can stop the, the mainline blue blood country club Republicans uh, from suppressing the Tea Party, if we can truly energize the libertarian constitutional uh, nationalistic movement that you've helped spearhead with the borders, language, and culture, we can save this country. And we've got to, because the alternative is what you see in France. It's what you see going on in North Korea. It is an amalgamation of every control freak, criminal, mental patient, turned loose to have their way with those of us that just want to live our lives and be successful. They are threatened by our mere existence. What tyranny is, is a collection of thugs, of brutes, of scum who can't produce getting together, rationalizing, taking over society, and calling themselves liberals. Well, you said it better than I could, Alex. I mean, you've you got a lot of energy, and you're very sharp in your analysis. Naturally, I appreciate it. I'm getting a little feedback, by the way, from your office. I think I'm getting mic feedback, if you cut something back down in the background. But, Alex, I want to I ask you something. You know what's ironic to me? There's so many ironies and paradoxes and hypocrisies, and it's hard to focus on any one of them. Here we have Obama in Europe speaking about Ukraine with such sincerity about their borders and their national pride and their integrity. And here we have an America being overrun by millions and millions of illegal aliens, primarily Mexicans. We have an Obama administration catering to the Mexican government, signing up non-citizens for Obamacare, letting non-citizens distort and pervert our elections, voting in one corrupt Democrat after another, primarily in California, which is a secondary story. And here we have Obama going on and on about Ukraine's sovereignty and borders while letting our sovereignty and borders die. Here in California, I see a ray of hope. Yesterday, one of the top Democrats, and I mean top, Leyland Yee was arrested by the FBI. Have you seen that story, Alex? Oh, it's incredible. We've known for years about the terrorist training camps in the hills, and now he's been arrested, supposedly connected to that. And it just shows how, how again, institutionally gangster these people are. Well, why do you think the FBI suddenly, they've been after this for two years, why did they suddenly <clears throat> bring Leyland Yee in now? What, what are they trying to say? Is the FBI itself ready to stand up to Eric Holder and say enough is enough? We can't take this anymore? The corruption is overwhelming? Do you think we're going to see some light uh, in this tunnel of darkness called the American, the American political system? Well, I think people are looking in their children's eyes and realizing that... Liberty and justice brings prosperity. Tyranny brings poverty. And, and I totally agree. I've talked to so many FBI agents, Secret Service agents, you name it, who are appalled. And, of course, you know who they listen to. Just a fact. They tell me, Michael Savage and you, Alex, it's amazing. They're not listening to all the other people because they understand it's watered down. And look at how the FBI just removed the Southern Poverty Law Center from their list of research groups for FBI agents and police to get info from. They've now removed them. They have? They took those They took those scoundrels off their list? Just happened today. You're kidding me. It's huge news. That is monster news because the Southern Poverty Law Center is, in my opinion, a group of gangsters. It's a gangster organization hiding behind liberalism. Well, that's it. I mean, they don't really do anything to deal with real racism and problems that are out there. All they do is demonize anybody uh, who's right of Mao Zedong, and they've got a very, very sordid history of actually going out, if you research it, stirring up and running fake radical groups 
Absolutely. Conservatives. Alex, this is amazing news. This comes a day after the arrest of this top Democrat in California. Who, what is going on? Is the FBI going to fi finally clean up this country, do you think? Well, look, it's true that when corruption gets so bad and you're such a prosperous country, uh, even the establishment or parts of it are realizing that Obama and the people he represents want to break this country, just like the Cloward and Piven program. They want to bankrupt people to make them go on welfare, to make them become wards of the state. That is the plan for mass social engineering. You mentioned the illegals. There's probably 30 million of them here uh, getting to have their babies here paid for, all the rest of it. Mexico doesn't. Uh, let us go down there and have our you know kids paid for and get welfare. It's a joke. And then he talks about you know Russia. I'm not romanticizing Putin. He's a thug in many ways. But the point is, Crimea has been part of Russia over and over again. They fought eight wars in the last 500 years over it. And the truth is, the EU just swallowed up 90% of the country and just overthrew it when Ukraine didn't vote to join the EU and be sucked dry like Spain and Portugal and Greece and Italy. And so because they didn't go along with that, they sent in a bunch of you know, extremist EU people to overthrow the government, and the Russians are simply trying to safeguard their pipelines. And, and now Obama wants to sit there and act like he's some war chief you know, going after the Russians when I'm sorry. The Russians are incredibly corrupt, but compared to Obama, they look like the good guys. That's how much moral high ground we've lost when Obama backed the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt, when he backed al-Qaeda in Libya, and where he's backing al-Qaeda now, blowing up churches and synagogues all over Syria. Look at how they're trying to break Syria in two right now. And then John Kerry says, you know, you can't have Russia just invading countries. Russia is not invading countries. Russia has been had its back pushed against the wall, just like Napoleon and Hitler did. Well, there's an article, there's a, there's a TV piece from CNN that I found last night that made my mouth open. It was called Ukraine's Right Sector Leader Killed. And it was a member of the right-wing militia in the Ukraine, all with Kalashnikovs and military fatigues, burying their leader. I recommend, recommend people go to michaelsavage.com or CNN and see this funeral and see who the American people are now backing. Take a look at this group and tell me that these are not ultra-right-wing fascists. Paramilitary commanders are now our allies in Ukraine. Alex, do you understand how, deep, how deeply embedded we are with the fascist movement in Ukraine right now? I think you do of all people. How in the world can Obama and Kerry tell us that it was a group of college girls with tight jeans who just want pointy shoes and orgasms in order to join the EU and go to sex parties in Denmark? That's not who was behind the breakup of uh, uh, this uh, parliamentary system in Ukraine. It was the EU neo-Nazis combined with the neo-Nazis of Ukraine who overthrew a democratically elected president. That's what Putin reacted to. He had to react to this. Exactly. And everybody overuses the Nazi thing. If you're against Obamacare, you're a Nazi. If you're against turning your guns in, you're KKK, MSNBC. Those are quotes. You know, quote, I'm deeply racist because I don't want to turn my guns in. And they need to show the deeply racist quote. They just made it up. But then you've got real, for those that don't know, the Nazis took over Ukraine during World War II. The West uh, of Ukraine is, is extremely, not uh, the media calls them right wing. They're really just Nazi socialists. But the point is, the, the, the deputy president now of the Ukraine literally howls Hitler, and they have meetings where they show blonde-haired, blue-eyed goddesses firing lightning bolts out of their fingers. That's their symbol, and that's now the president and vice president are actual, hardcore neo-Nazis who 
even wear 1930s-style clothes. That is how whacked out they are. And now John McCain wants to give them military assistance. We've lost the moral high ground. It's like a twilight zone, Michael. I cannot believe that the media is letting Obama and the EU get away with a Nazi, a literal Nazi overthrow. That's who led it. Just like using al-Qaeda against Syria. It is. Go and look at this CNN burial of the right-wing leader. Your hair will stand up. You want to look at the paramilitary. They're, they're all armed, by the way, with Kalashnikovs. Where did they get the weapons from? I thought that they had been disarmed. Who provided these weapons to them? Where did they get these weapons? And by the way, how is it that they, the American left is in love with the paramilitary in Ukraine, while anyone with a gun in America is considered a, an enemy of freedom? How is that possible? You know, sometimes I wonder, where is the paramilitary right wing in America now that we need them? Where did they go, Alex? Well, exactly. If it's a, a single mother protecting herself in Chicago with a gun, she's going to go to jail. Uh, she's living behind, you know, six or seven locks. Uh, or if you have a gun, God forbid, in San Francisco, uh, you need to go to jail. Uh, or if a shopkeeper has a gun under the table you know, at the liquor store, he's bad. Oh, but it's fine if it's radical Muslims or al-Qaeda to uh, fund their jihad. Why, it's okay to have the state senator connected to giving guns to the training camp. I mean, that training camp's been known about for six, seven years on the news in California. Wait, wait, are you, are you, Alex, you're talking about the, training, the Muslim training camps in, in California? Yes, that's what the senator is connected to. If you read deeper... It's what, Leyland Yee was providing guns to them? Or he was running guns to them? That is where the story's going. The group's connected to that, yes. Oh, my God. I didn't think it was that bad, so maybe that's why the FBI finally had to act. But that's what I'm saying. It's over the top. I mean, I used to hear this thing that Obama was secretly a Muslim and all this to say, come on, it can't be true. But then he goes and he speaks uh, in Cairo, and they said his Arabic was better than people that live there. Uh, then you look at you know where he went to school uh, over in uh, Indonesia, and you start to put all the pieces together with his half-brother funding the Muslim Brotherhood out of Kenya into Egypt. I mean, it, it, it is really creepy, and it looks like it's some kind of bizarre double-cross. I mean, I think this country's in deep trouble, Michael. And, and, and remember the missing nukes, that you were the only other person in the media, the real media, to have the courage to cover that. And then now Obama says his number one fear is a nuke going off. Yeah, what was, what was that about with the nuclear the nuclear going off in New York what, from Europe? What was he implying there? It's just a one-liner to terrorize everybody, and you know, maybe they let al-Qaeda one in. Maybe they let Iran do it. And then, can you imagine the power Obama would get if a nuke went off? He could then declare civil emergency. Oh, God. And oh, God. Don't, don't let my mind. Let, I don't want my mind to even go there, Alex. It's too frightening, but I know what you're saying. Alex, we're not the only ones who fear this kleptocrat in the White House. Uh, when we come back, I want your opinion on the abuse of Michelle Obama. I'd like your opinion on how she gets away with traveling to China on a $30 million junket and denying any press access for the first time in American First Lady history. I'll be right back. Welcome back. What a blizzard of a, an interview with Alex Jones of uh, uh, Prison Planet and Infowars. Alex, we only have a minute left. I want to thank you for being with me on my 20th anniversary in radio. Any final words, Mr. Jones? No, it's just that, Michael, literally, without you and your listeners, we probably would have already lost this. We're hanging on by our fingernails, but we're coming back. And, you know, as for uh, somebody out there like Michelle Obama, Obama tells Africans they shouldn't have cars or air conditioning so he can have red carpets and spend $30 million, you know, a day or so on their vacations. It shows the total 
disconnect of these kleptocrats that you just called them. Uh, and we've just got to tell it like it is and expose them for the dirty, nasty scum they are. And but Alex, listen, we've been doing this for years, but the FBI arresting Leyland Yee, the you exposing that the fact that they dropped the Southern Poverty Law Center as an advisory group just yesterday indicates something's going on inside the highest levels of our, uh, let us say, Praetorian Guard. I think they themselves are afraid of the cor uh, corruption and implosion that's coming. Maybe they themselves are afraid of losing the country. Uh, no doubt, no doubt people throughout the system, both public and private, are freaked out. We should be freaked out. You were just upset before a lot of other people. And you know what Mark Twain said? In the beginning, a patriot is a scarce man hated and feared. But in time, when his cause succeeds, the timid join him, because then it costs nothing to be a patriot. We salute you, Michael Savage. Alex Jones, thanks a million. It's the Savage Nation. I'll be back right here on a local station.